This is Feed, Play, Love, a podcast especially for the parents and carers of small children. I'm your host, Siobhan Hunt. Over the years, I've spoken to some really interesting people about parenting, and this next interview is one from our collection. I hope you enjoy it. One in four pregnant women will experience a miscarriage, but how many seek support for dealing with the pain of losing that baby? The Bumpy Road is a service aimed at helping women through the more difficult moments of becoming and being a parent. It's run by psychologist and careers counsellor Belinda Williams and psychologist Torna Turl. They're here to talk about miscarriage and how we can help ourselves and each other. Ladies, welcome to Kindling Conversation. Thank you. Thanks very much. Do many women come to you, Belinda, asking for support after a miscarriage? Yeah, um, it's, it's absolutely not the only presentation we see, but I think it's not always in the immediate aftermath, actually. It's often quite a way down the track when, for example, then they've tried to get pregnant again or they've got pregnant again and they're experiencing extreme anxiety or feeling grief for the loss of their, their previous pregnancy as well. So it's quite common for it to be a delayed reaction as well. It feels like there's a pervasive social taboo when it Mm. comes to talking about a baby before three months because Mm. we know that more miscarriages happen before three months. Mm. Do you think that's a good idea or not? There's a societal pressure not to talk about pregnancy before 12 weeks or that 12-week scan. And whilst I understand that there is benefits to that, the dark side to that is if you do miscarry in that early trimester, then you're left to deal with things privately, left to deal with the loss and the grief with your partner. And that can be quite harrowing for some, not all. Some people cycle through miscarriage quite quite lightly. Others feel it more intensely and others, as Belinda mentioned, have quite a delayed reaction. So they might have fallen pregnant with a best friend and they've only just felt the impact of that loss when the friends had the baby. So it surfaces at different times. But there is stigma around grieving an early miscarriage. But what we know or what we think is that as soon as you fall pregnant, you form a relationship with a baby. Like it is, it's real. And you fuse with the identity of a mother um, and you have all these hopes and dreams and they're lost when you lose it. And if it happens in that first trimester, you don't get to publicly share all that stuff you're excited about and like we mentioned before um, you're met with insensitivity if you do have a, a strong grief reaction sometimes. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Belinda Williams, who's a psychologist and careers counsellor, and Torna Turl, who's a psychologist. They're from the Bumpy Road. They're a counselling service that help uh, women through the parenting Journey, for want of a better word. I don't know that there is a better word, even though I don't like the word journey. We've just been speaking about miscarriages and the grief that comes with that. Belinda, what's your advice to friends of women who've lost a child? What would you say is the best way to support women through that? The best thing that someone can do is ask that person what their needs are because the needs of each woman who experiences miscarriage is totally different. So some people, as Torna said, might cycle through it reasonably lightly and maybe quite easily able to talk about it and re-engage in life as it was. Other people are extraordinarily grief-struck and um, have a lot of difficulty. So I think if you're a friend... Even if it's one friend within the group trying to to get a sense for what that person needs, then everyone can ensure that they're responding in the most sensitive way for that specific individual. 
Tona, what would your advice be to mothers who have lost a child? It's really hard to pinpoint one thing, but I think it would be just giving yourself permission to grieve because there's kind of a physical journey you go on when you miscarry and then there's an emotional journey. And for some, that emotional journey drags on a little bit longer than they, you know, might want. And that's quite distressing. So permission to grieve and then um, seeking out support. So that might be through friends and family. It might not. It might be through networks like the Pink Elephant Support Network. They have lots of cool resources and support groups or chatting to someone like Belinda or myself where we, you know, work with people and um, just have a conversation about that loss experience. The other things we encourage women to do and, and their partners is to, I guess, create some sort of ceremony for the loss. That could be in lots of different ways. It could be through framing the scan. If they had a dating scan or it could be through some things that come up, uh, creating a jewellery piece or writing a letter to the baby. And there's actually lots of stuff that you can do to memorialise it and make it feel really real. Ladies, it's been a really interesting conversation. Thank you so much for coming in. Not a problem. Thank you. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.